Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. So, you tired this morning? Just stay up late watching the entire fourth primary debate between those Republican presidential hopefuls? They traded a lot of jabs, didn't they? Sometimes it got a little unruly. How'd they do? Who won? Who lost? Who was the big winner? Who was the big loser? Chris Christie is Danny DeVito as the penguin in the second Batman. Is he, <laughs> Look at that dude, and I challenge you to tell me he is not, like, both in stature mm-hmm. and in substance, he is Oswald Cobblepot. You think so? In the, second, in the second Batman with Michael Keaton. Did anybody change your opinion of them last night? You know, here, here's what's interesting, and I heard, to, you know how I am, I'm loathe to acknowledge that I agree with Tony Katz on anything, mm-hmm. but I was listening to Tony driving in, and he had the exact same, and I clearly had not talked to Tony about this, the exact same take I did, which is DeSantis on substance was the winner. Sure. However, Chris Christie, if his whole campaign, now these are these are my words, the result is the same in terms of, of, of Tony, but if Chris Christie's whole campaign were not, I hate Donald Trump, he was really good at getting body blows on Donald Trump last night. Like he made a lot of really good points mm-hmm. where you would say, if your entire life was not about barking about how much Donald Trump sucks. I think people would have heard some of his points last night and said, oh, that you know, that's really fair. That's a really good thing to point out. The problem is it just gets lost in the in the in the weeds because in this case, the weeds are like some giant Everglade because it's just all he ever does is how much Trump sucks and Trump's bad and, and whatever. But uh, so to answer your question, I thought DeSantis on substance, it seemed from the talking heads that I heard afterwards that people agreed with that. However, Chris Christie's really good, and he should be. He was a former federal prosecutor. Chris Christie is really good at making a, a case against somebody and is really good once he gets into something and doesn't want to get off it. Okay, so I thought on style points, Chris Christie was very much like Mike Pence where he thinks everybody's going to hang onto his every word, and he was trying to demand respect. Did you notice the energy level was very high, and then as soon as Chris Christie started talking, he wanted everyone to stop and pay attention to everything he was saying. Well, that's but that's because he's a former federal prosecutor. That's the way you would do it in a, in a, a court of law, and he's always kind of been that way. Chris Christie actually is a very seasoned and skilled debater. It's part of why it's so disappointing that his whole campaign and everything is about Trump, because on issues too. now, again, he's a blowhard and he's a bloviator and he's just generally disgusting as a human. But in terms of his actual knowledge, if you were to say, okay, IQ test time Mm -hmm. on that stage, Chris Christie, I think, probably wins it because he clearly is a very, very intelligent person. He's a great orator, and that's why he was a very successful prosecutor, which led him to eventually become the governor of New Jersey. He's great at making making a case. It's just you can't get into any substance with the guy because everything circles back to how bad Donald Trump is. Donald Trump is. Well, it's interesting, though, that he's running a campaign on retribution, calling out Trump for running a campaign on retribution. What? How hypocritical of him. But I I believe that Ron DeSantis was the clear winner, definitely on substance. Uh, Vivek brought up a lot of good, interesting points. But again, he... He seemed like he was just trying to get everybody's attention constantly. And there's a part of him, I really like what he says, but 
there's also there's a rub there that feels very disingenuous with Vivek. Like he also looks like he's trying to say what he believes people want to hear. There, there is. Um, it's interesting. So I was watching before the debate. I was watching the uh, the Andy Kaufman movie where Jim Carrey plays Andy Kaufman called Man on the Moon. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a line in the movie which really was what Andy Kaufman experienced, where he he did so much outlandish stuff that it became impossible to top the most recent outlandish thing. And at one point he goes, what am I supposed to make myself do? Disappear? I mean, that's you reach a point where if you keep, if your whole shtick, if your whole thing is shock and awe of the audience, mm-hmm. or in this case, Vivek Ramaswamy is, hey, I'm one-liner guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm attack guy. Hey, I'm wild and wacky young uh, business guy, and you're going to want to tune in because I'm going to I'm gonna throw some grenades on that stage. You just reach a point where you, you kind of like hit a wall, right? Like there's no other grenade left to throw. And if your whole shtick is I throw grenades without substance behind the grenade, well, then people just kind of start tuning you out because it's cool the first time. It's kind of okay the second time. And then you're just like, that's all you got. He doesn't have a lot of substance. He doesn't have a lot of intricate detail. He doesn't have a lot of firm policy proposals. He's good at roasting other people, mm-hmm. but that's about it. And that's not presidential either. No, I don't right. think that's what right. you want. Um, I thought Nikki Haley performed very poorly. Yes, I agree. And Vivek did a very good job of making her not seem as intelligent as maybe originally thought. You know, it, it, what is fascinating about this is because Trump is involved and so far ahead, you can't look at it through the lens of how you would normally look at kind of politics or presidential campaigns. But Nikki Haley is going through, and DeSantis kind of did this earlier, what normal presidential primaries go through, where there is like, if you just, just let's act like Trump didn't exist. Somebody becomes the cause du jour of the moment, and then everybody teams up on that person. And generally, when everybody teams up on that person, the person wilts because there's some gimmick or whatever that has put them at the top. There's not really a lot of, they're not really a great candidate. It's just, it was their turn to be the person at the top and then they fold. And DeSantis went through that where everybody teamed up on him Mm -hmm. in the beginning without Mm -hmm. Trump there. He came back. She became the bright, shiny object for a little while and a bunch of establishment people put money behind her and she has quickly come back and folded and did awful last night because there's just not a lot of substance there. Hammer had a really good point between our uh, texts that we were uh, going back and forth with and that was that Chris Christie looks like he was saving Nikki Haley. So does that mean when Chris Christie drops out if and when, I mean, I think it's going to happen. When he does, is he going to endorse Nikki Haley? I'm going to make a prediction, and we'll see if I get this right or not, okay? Are you ready, Casey? Yeah. I predict that Nikki Haley will get out of this race before Chris Christie. You think so? Now, I could be so far off on that. What makes you say that? Well, I just think she's going to do poorly in Iowa. Mm-hmm. And once you do poorly in Iowa... Game over. There's probably two... Normally, they say three. I think there's two tickets out of Iowa. It's Trump and whoever else, yeah. somebody else. And normally they say three. Trump's just has so much support. It's going to be two tickets out of Iowa. You can have Christy, who's only there for New Hampshire. I think she may get out after Iowa. I could be way off on that because obviously she was a former governor of South Carolina. With Tim Scott now being out of the race, she may think she has a path there, though I don't think she's doing all that great in South Carolina either. So we'll see. I mean, we'll be, it will, I think we'll be back. I'll, we'll all be back together by the time the 
votes are cast in Iowa and then New Hampshire. I think she'll get out before Chris Christie gets I out. I don't think DeSantis did anything last night to hurt himself. I don't know if he did anything to get Trump voters towards his side. But at this point, again, I'm sticking with what I've been saying all along. It's Trump and it's DeSantis. That's the choice that people have to make. Uh, before we get into break, let's just get to the one audio clip that was, um, well, it was a visual as well and it was from Vivek as he was he was almost stealing Ron DeSantis's yes. poop map idea he wasn't almost he was he was yeah by holding up that piece of paper saying that Nikki Haley is corrupt at the first debate she said that only a woman can get this job done that's what she said after the third debate when I criticized Ron and McDaniel after five failed years of leadership of this party and criticized Nikki for her corrupt foreign dealings as a military contractor she said that I have a woman problem Nikki, I don't have a woman problem. You have a corruption problem. And I think that that's what people need to know. Nikki is corrupt. This is a woman who will send your kids to die so she can buy a bigger house. This is the problem. Using identity politics more effectively than Kamala Harris is a form of intellectual fraud. And it actually needs to end. There's our donor puppet masters wielding their puppet right up here tonight. This is how this game is played. The puppet masters put up their puppet, and I reject the use of identity politics in this party. It has been a cancer coming from the left, and I'm sick and tired of the double standards the people of this country are too. Having two X chromosomes does not immunize okay, you from thank criticism. You. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Governor Hale. And then he's holding up the piece of paper that says Nikki is corrupt. I thought that was a, a heavy blow to Nikki Haley. Uh, he made a lot of good points. And then there was an, another part of the debate that it wasn't even the candidates. I thought Megyn Kelly, when she was asking Chris Christie a question, I think it's uh, clip number four, Kevin, if you want to play that, where Megyn Kelly actually hurt Chris Christie when she was, you know, asking him about polling numbers and why he's in it. He even said that you got into this race just to stop President Trump. His approval rating with Republicans is currently at 81 percent. Yours is at 25. <laughs> Your best state is New Hampshire, and even there, two-thirds of GOP voters say they would be angry and disappointed if you won. Respectfully, Governor, you have not stopped, Mr. Trump. And voters may wonder how you could possibly become the nominee of a party that does not appear to like you very much. Yeah. Well, look, Megan, um, it's often very difficult to be the only person on the stage who's telling the truth and the only person who is taking on what needs to be taken on. I, I look at my watch now. We're 17 minutes into this debate. Mm. And except for your little speech in the beginning, we've had these three acting as if the race is between the four of us. The fifth guy who doesn't have the guts to show up and stand here, he's the one who, as you just put it, is way ahead in the polls. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's not great for him to say that.